Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago, there is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes, go on over to our website, that's HangingWithApes.com, sign up for our newsletter. In today's episode, we're exploring a lot. We're going to talk about a pivotal question that everybody should ask themselves, what is good money? You hear the saying, oh, you make good money. Well, what is it? What are the circumstances? What are, what, what are the... What are what's the standard for good money? Is it personal? Is is there a preset standard? So we're gonna delve into that. We're gonna delve into this video that's on the internet. I discovered it through Paul Joseph Watson's YouTube channel, and it's pretty much flat out indoctrination of children, uh, girls, uh, in particular, and what they're being taught. Early on, this is this is this video is from another YouTube channel, and uh, you might find some of the stuff in that video kind of crazy. I know I did. We're gonna talk a little bit about the trade-off for women in terms of having a man that's around all the time versus a man that um, is kind of exploring his purpose, and that came from a discussion that I had with a friend of mine. We'll get into that, and then finally. Because this episode will be out right before Thanksgiving. We're going to get into Thanksgiving versus Friendsgiving. What do you like better? What do we like better? What's the significance of each of them? So yeah, jam-packed episode. Should be fun. Kicking it off. What's good money? Do what you make good, good money? money? Do I make good money? What's making good money? What, 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 what do you think about that? That's a very... Uh... First of all, that was that was a good question from from my friend. I went to high school with him, Darius Warren. So shout out to Darius. Um, you're, you're asking good questions. Darius has always been a very intellectual individual, though, like always since since the since I've known him. But uh, let me find it here. What he what he said exactly here. This is what he says. This is his post. I hate the saying. You make good money. What is good money? What is a salary range to be good money? What age should you be at where you're expected to make good money? Hashtag question of the day. And then people chimed in, you know, saying my definition of good money is making three times more than your necessary expenses, i.e. bills, gas, and being able to save at least a third of your weekly income without it affecting your quality of life. Good money is whatever you need, somebody said. Somebody said 60K to 100K if you're 30 years old here in Wisconsin and you're all set. It is an interesting question because yeah. people's standards are different, lifestyles are different, amount of kids. So what what's your take on that? Well, it's funny because uh, I just literally thought about that right now uh, when you were mentioning it because I was – we were talking about it before the before we started the episode, and I had saved um, this article, and I was looking for it on. Uh, so you're saving articles, but you're not saving money, right? Yeah. <laughs> so so this is where I'm making the biggest mistake: don't save articles, save money. 
That's the first lesson we're going to learn today. <laughs> no, so um, on Apple uh, on Apple News, which is that, I think it's called Apple News, is it? Yep. Yeah, so the news app on, on, on Apple, you're able to kind of, you know, add different outlets of, of or, or, or they call them channels. So it's like, you know, I have the Rolling Stone, The Economist, Wall Street Journal, et cetera, et cetera. And the one that I have saved is, uh, what is it? I think this is time. It doesn't say. Yeah, I think it's time, but like the section of time is is uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's mo- the money section, and I thought that that was a pretty uh, cool it, question. It, it might be USA Today because I know USA Today has a money section. Uh, I mean, time might also, but I know might. for I know for sure USA Today has a money section. But yeah, go ahead. It could be. Let me. I don't even. But 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 it was a good article. I don't know why this is a show, but but then this was the the headline on it. It said this is how much money you should be making by the time you're forty. So I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. But within the article, they they started saying like, once you make around two hundred thousand, and this is like median household income, then that's when like you feel. That's a kind of like a like a good point. Two hundred thousand median household income most people would be happy and and individually i think they said that that like at 80,000 most people would be would be content obviously this is not cuz everyone has a different lifestyle everyone has different ambitions so you can't really you know you can't really pick which one but i found it interesting that that 80,000 was like the threshold for like a single person because I, I guess you and have is to. This, is this before or after taxes? I think the the way they, they, they put it was like salary. So, oh, so before taxes. Yeah. So that begins to taper off an annual income of around 80,000. So, yeah. So I would, I would assume you're getting that 80,000 is getting taxed. Yeah. So let me see. Who's satisfied? Yeah, so so pretty much, they even say some people are happy at seventy five. So, and I was thinking about it, like, okay, even now, like, my the median household income in my house is 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 a comfortable is a comfortable one, and I still find myself, you know, like I limit certain well, things. Or, so you're saying the household income because median when you say medium household income, that means that. Yeah. That means, like, me, when people say median household income, that's, that's like, everybody. Yeah, like it's averaged out. So you're saying your particular household income yeah. is comfortable. It, yeah, yeah. It, it's more than that, but individually, I think it's about a little less than that. Um, so, and I feel very comfortable. But then, you know, I don't have I don't have kids. Kids change changes things, drastically. you know, drastically. Yeah, I would imagine, you know. Like and I've asked this question a lot. Like, if I was to have kids, like, what's the, what's the most expensive time? It seems that like once kids enter school, that's when it's like, oh, supplies, this, that, this, this, that. And I'd imagine that that's expensive and unpredictable. You know yes. how like when you're when you're single or or just it's just like you and and your you know your your partner wife girlfriend whatever if you live together however you work the situation out the expenses are a lot more predictable it's like yeah you know pretty much you kind of know what this person spends like miscellaneously throughout the month 
you know what your builds are and this and that. With school though, it's like the kid could go to school and like rip his pants. It's like and that's it. It's not like 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 if your girlfriend, your wife, whatever, she rips her pants, she's going to go buy her own pants. Yeah. <laughs> this kid is like it's like, well, it's like, you know, the kid comes from Dad, I ripped my pants. Figure it out. Yeah, figure it out. Shit's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We use that quote again. Shit's crazy. So uh, figure it out. Figure figure out what, what you're going to do now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even though I I do think that it, once the kid is of a certain age, you can incorporate a similar lesson. Like, well, yeah. you got to figure it out because in life, not every, I won't always be here to buy you pants. Yeah. So maybe you pick up a few more chores around the house. Maybe yep. you do... Mom and dad's laundry, you make some, you know, what I, mean? I think that that can be a good learning lesson. But at the end of the day, the money is still coming out of your pocket to yeah. buy him his pants or or his shoes that he messed up or, or, or whatever. The multitude of things, especially now with kids being more advanced, it's like their tablets, like are they breaking them? Do you got to You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. All that shit. Yeah, it's going to be a, a different world with technology. That's I can only imagine. And that's why I would think the two. It's not always necessarily what you make, but how you prepare is what you do with what you make. Because like, if I'm saving, if I start like maybe like some type of account for my child, and 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 keep that so like when he turns 18, there's at least some funds for him to take to college if he's gonna go to college, or to use for whatever. That's a less less of a hit, you know? Like okay, this is your university money or whatever the fuck you're gonna do. I mean, I. It's all going to go up your nose. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but either whatever, you know, like it's, it's there. Whereas parents, sometimes they'll worry about, oh, college. Damn, I didn't prepare. Or, or. I wasn't ready. I know. So, so I think, I think that all these things that, that, that you do, I, I think you have to just really manage your money as best as possible. Because one thing I do a lot now is I do splurge a lot on just going out to eat. I don't have kids, so shit, let me enjoy. Or, you know, there's things that I wouldn't be willing to compromise just because I have a kid, like taking trips. So then maybe that might mean, all right, well, I'm not going to spend so much going out to eat or on on stuff, you know, because we're always going to, if we have the money, we're going to spend it on on stuff that we like. You know, oh, the new iPad or the new this. Well, maybe I won't do that to have these funds. I think it's all a, a matter of, of what you do with what you make. But at the same time, I do think that, and, and, and you know, I just thought about this. Chicago is a very expensive city. I would imagine that 80,000 here is not going to go nowhere near 80,000 in Texas. Well, and that, that coincides with one of the comments somebody made as far as being in wisconsin sixty thousand to a hundred thousand and you're set yeah versus sixty thousand to a hundred thousand in chicago you may not be set depending on your circumstance yeah like if you have four kids i don't know that's probably not that much money you know what i'm saying so it is it is very circumstantial to what good money is so i guess to answer darius's question I would have to say it depends because it depends on your circumstance because if if you make all right well let's 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 break this down let's say let's say you make let me pull out the handy dandy calculator here 
let's say you make a hundred thousand a year after taxes. Yeah. After taxes, you take home a hundred thousand. So okay. divide that by twelve, and that's that's eight thousand three hundred and thirty-three thousand uh, and thirty eight eight thousand three hundred and thirty-three dollars a month. That's okay. that's what you take home. That's okay. like a, a month. But now, if you live in a ginormous house, and then and your mortgage is three thousand five hundred, so now that just dropped it, that just dropped it significantly. And then if you have a car, and then if you want to go out to like the fanciest restaurants twice a week, where you're dropping five hundred dollars on 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 the meal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes all the difference in the world. And also, also your debt to income ratio. We're we're getting deep with this. Like we're oh, not we're not just giving our listeners the the basis. We're gonna get deep with it. I seen this thing before. It was like an infograph. I'm not sure where I seen it. I don't know. Maybe somebody out there can like search the World Wide Web for it. But it was this infograph, and it ex- it was explaining how a waitress that makes. Thirty thousand dollars a year can actually be more wealthy than a person that makes two hundred thousand dollars a year because if her debt to income ratio is better off than that person, then then she's actually she actually has more money. She's technically more wealthy, and that's very true. You're if if you're spending all your money and you you have all of these liabilities on cars on 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 credit cards. All these things that don't make money, and this person who maybe they don't need a, a real plush, multi-level condo off the lake. Maybe they live in a, in a little basement nook apartment in the hood, but they're only paying four hundred dollars a month. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's way less of a commitment. So maybe this person, in three four days of work. They're able to pay all their bills off for the month and the rest of the work is is all saving or, or miscellaneous or whatever, discretionary funds versus you. Your discretionary fund might be might be only two days out of the month that you work and everything else is is committed to to prior costs. Yeah. So that makes all the difference in the world, too. Like for me personally, I would say, well, how how would how should I phrase this? I I think I'll phrase it like you did. I'm comfortable. Like I don't know if I would I would necessarily say I make good money because the fact of the matter is I want to make more money. Yeah. Now there is some people that I know that that we've grown up with that 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 I've been around that I went to school with or whatever that I make significantly more money than did they did. And mind you, they got way better grades than me. But that's another story for another day. Yeah. But but the, the fact of the matter is, is that what I make now, especially like being, you know, where I am now as far as like, you know, my age and, and what I want out of life, I'd like to make more money. Like I'd like to take I'd like to take it further to the next level and all of that. But I am comfortable. But again, that comfort level is also is also directly tied into the fact that I don't have kids, because if I did have kids, while I do still think that I would be comfortable, I'd probably be a lot less comfortable because there's there's less there's less money, less resources. Also, 
if I was in a situation where I had like a, a stay at home wife, that might make things a little bit less comfortable for me because that's another person that I'm responsible for. Yeah. So it's really depends on the circumstance. That's I think that really that's really what it boils down to, because, for instance, when I my my last uh, investment in endeavor that I did that that panned out pretty well for me. At the time that I invested the money and I, I got the property and everything and and I was spending a lot of money on the investment, like investing it big time. I was I was broke. Like I I yeah. was like well, I as you know you and I've said it before, like I asked I borrowed some money from you. Like it was one of those things where it was like I you know it's a it's a rough time. So obviously in that circumstance, the amount of money that I make it, yeah. it, it wasn't enough. It, it I was uncomfortable because, yeah. but again, it was for an investment, something that will like yield a return down the, the road, yeah. down the road, and and you know, obviously, like be better off for it. But you still you still take that into account. It's like you know, it is very circumstantial because what if somebody is paying like all that much money a month, like I was into the investment for something that doesn't like yield a return down the road. It's just, yeah, you know, their cars or their house or their credit card or they their wife has an expen ex expensive spending habits, all of that. So that is something that, that you have to you have to take into consideration and then like now the flip side of it like after the investment and everything like worked out and panned out and stuff i did i feel like i'm cal i'm calming down from it now but i did kind of go on a little bit of a binge where i was like in those months that time period i, f I was so restricted yeah that that it was like i I I I started spending like yeah. I want those shoes I want this I want that yeah. I'm going on this trip I'm doing it because it's like you know and you have I, it now. and I normally yeah. that's not how I how I am like if like everything is just like balanced and everything I'm not like that it's one of those things where it's just like eh those those shoes they look cool I'll take it or leave it it's whatever yeah and that's where I'm back now like the other day I I saw some shoes on StockX I was like they're like three hundred dollars I was like eh. I don't really need them. And I left it alone. Yeah. If I was still in that phase, if I hadn't calmed down for that, I would have got them. I was like, no, I fuck yeah. that. Like I've, <laughs> I've been, I've been held back too long. <laughs> now, granted, now granted, if there's something that comes out that I really want, I'm going to get like the Jordan 11 Concords. I'm getting those regardless. Nobody yeah. can say nothing to me. It is. What get it away is. from me. <laughs> but, but that's my point. That's my point. It's all, all of that that I just mentioned is circumstantial. As a matter of fact, I went through such a rough patch that actually a friend of mine w had to pay for a movie for me, like to go to watch a movie. Oh, and shit. it was like at a at a at a, a cheap theater. Yeah, but, that, but yeah. That, at a cheap theater, and and yeah. even then, I felt like like damn. But it was one of those things where again, it, it was I knew like the return on my investment will come, but. But it's funny to me because because imagine being I, I, I and I, I think about that and I'm and I'm thankful to God for it. Imagine being in that situation all the time. And not having and not having like that that hope, the 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 light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's basically ties into the the whole like decision making to be 
to, to, to be in a better place financially because like a lot of decisions are really a lot of decisions that we don't think of as a financial decision are financial decisions like our culture or the, you know, the, the American culture. Oh, you know, you get married. Oh, and then everything's okay. Yeah. But that's financial decision. Who are you getting married to? Absolutely. I remember like Ben Shapiro. Um, he talked about, and I think I've mentioned this before, but, um, he talked about like, what are good things to, to know if you got to marry or if you're going to marry someone. And he's like, well, are your like is your thought process in line with hers and you would have to find that out like yeah a lot of like the personal stuff you have to really find out because like spending habits that that's a that's a kind of a big deal because you're getting married humongous, to that person humongous deal you know like okay so what's the Cause, what cause are it, your aspirations what it is has all to this? suck for somebody in a situation that works so hard saves is frugal is conservative is mindful with the hope of a better future yeah. and they, they can't maintain that. And the bottom keeps falling out from under them because the person they're with spends and spends and spends. Yeah. So whatever extra they have that they might want to have as a nest egg or to grow it and, and build it for something better down the road, oh, they're yeah. not able to, what does that do? What does that do to the future? What does that do to that? proverbial light at the end of the tunnel that we spoke about like what does that mean for it yeah and now no matter how much money that person makes is that good money it's not it's bad money really yeah. because no matter what you do whatever extra you have who you're with wants to spend it or it may not even be put on on the blame on who you're with it might be on you you might have bad habits like oh i need a fucking go and blow a uh, $2,000 this weekend to impress the people around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it is it is deeply circumstantial and I do think that there is somewhat of a of a formula to it and I'd imagine you'd want to be good now. That that has to play into it like and when I say good now is like it's passable. Like you, you're yeah. you're decent. You you're like able you, to. You're you're not starving. Yeah, like you're able to like buy a yacht. No, <laughs> no kidding. that's not. <laughs> yeah, you you're not. You're face. not getting this at all. <laughs> Maybe we should start back from the beginning. Yeah, well, well, let's, let's let's retract that statement. <laughs> no, but uh, but you want to be good now, like, like, and 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 to use myself and as as an example again, when I had bought that the the last property I bought, it's like. Being good now in terms of, I was I, I, I wasn't like starving, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then I guess that's another thing is like your resources around you because even if I was in a condition of starving, I have good enough people around me where they would not have allowed that to happen. Oh no, like no. like friends and 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 family. Even even at work, like guys would be like, oh, "Yeah, kid, we know you're fucked up right now. Like we got you on lunch." Like yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. So I think even that plays a role into whether or not you make good money. Believe yeah. it or not, is like who's around you. Because yeah. if Marvel is like, "Oh man, we in Miami this week. Next week we in Vegas. Next week." And you might have the mo- you might have the money to sustain that, and in that case, I guess you still it's still good money. But if you're at a place where you can't sustain, then no, it's not good money. So, yeah. it re- it really is a matter of of who's around you, what the circumstances, and what you have planned for that money. Because 
if you make proverbial good money, but your plan for that money is not coming to fruition, is it still good money? It's like, oh, I make good money for right now. But later on, I want this, this, and that, and I'm not going to be able to do that with what I make now. Well, is that yeah. still good money? Yep. So all of that really ties into, and I think that's why that's such a great and genius question is because it's a question that makes you ask yourself a lot of other questions. Who's around you? What's important to me? What do I want out of life? What are my goals? What do I want for my kids? If you have kids, the, the, whole, the whole circumstance. It's a good it's a, it's a good question to ask if you want a game plan on on moving forward the right way. And that's very important <laughs> financially speaking, especially, you know, a guy like Darius that you could tell he likes to travel. Oh yeah, know? this is a very sm- like I said he's a very smart guy. Like yeah. nothing I have nothing but high praise for for him. Uh actually him and I well not like super recent but but recently enough him I and oh and and his, so his girlfriend him and I we we all went out to eat and uh there it was nice like they were asking me questions about real estate and and stuff like that and they uh uh you you could tell only a couple that has their heads on straight would do something like that yeah like yeah. you know what I'm saying like a goofy couple is not gonna take the time yeah. to to do something like you know what I'm saying they even think like, about like it. yeah they wouldn't even think about it it's, <laughs> oh what are we going out to drink tonight babe like we're you know what I'm saying? No, this was I. I really, I really dug it, and um, and I told them, I told them that like you guys, even if you don't go this route, that that the route that I'm, you know, explaining to you or talking to you about, the fact that you're even asking these questions, and you know what's funny is that right there correlates so much to his character when we were in high school, because I'll never forget we were. I want to say junior year. I could be wrong. It could be early senior year, but I, I feel like it was more junior year. And and there's a lot of people um, that know me personally know like junior year for me was like an incredibly hard year of high school. It was kind of like my make or break year, so to speak. And um, I remember he was like, n- not crying, but like very like down and out and... It was just like, you know, I, I sat down with him. I'm like, you know, like, what's wrong, dude? And he's like, man, you could tell, like, he had the weight of the world on his shoulders in terms of what am I going to do with my life? Like, what does the future hold? Yeah. Which, as you know, a lot of guys are at that age are weren't thinking that way. They're yeah. thinking about, oh, college coming up. We're going to fuck bitches. We're going to get drunk. We're going to yeah. get high. Like, no, nah, not this dude. This dude was like. Like what am I gonna be? Like what's what's gonna happen? Yeah. You know, it's like the the fear the fear of the unknown. And I'll never forget. And I remember. And I brought this up when we went to eat again. Yeah. Uh, you know, so many years later, I I told him, dude, don't worry, because you worry. And he's like, what? I was like, don't worry because you like yeah. you because you are worried about this. Like yeah. you have to understand. Like you're already so much more further along than everybody else around you because yep. the fact that you're even worried about this and that in and of itself is why you should not worry because yeah. you're worried about it and i know it, it sounds sort of like oxymoronic but if you think about it it's not it's it's essentially saying the fact that this is a concern of yours yeah. is already showing that you're you're on the right track 
yeah. you're on the right and you're not going to get the answers overnight but the it, it it's showing that you will find the answers yeah because without you even realizing them like day in day out you're seeking them yeah. you know what i'm saying but you got the story a little wrong because i remember when you told me because you were baffled because because you had told him that right and then years later once he was like doing good you i think you saw him at the store or something or something like that no, this is that's what I'm saying. He the, he mentioned it when we went to go out to eat. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember you were telling me like, damn, I don't even remember. Like at first you were like, oh yeah, yeah. That's I, what I'm saying. He yeah. was like, he told me like, I remember like when you told me that. Yeah, and that, and that's like that's crazy because like to for him to have that on his mind was like that obviously had an effect on him and 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 it made him realize like, damn, yeah, I am worried. Like I'm trying to do something. And he ended up doing something with his life, you know. Yeah. And 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 it's like, shit, that shit rang true, and 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 good for him. Yeah. Prophetic words from the twins. <laughs> it, 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 it's funny because I remember I remember Chris one day he he I told him something and he years later brought it up but it was about women. It's gonna sound crazy because I, I feel like like an extreme feminist might think that this shit is like some foul ass shit. But probably is. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember, I remember telling Chris because uh, it was. I want to say it was. I think. Do you know that story? The story about the that that chick Amanda that he was. You know, you know about yeah. that. All right, let me let me give a little. Shit. This is a fun little story. Um, Her name was Mandy. <laughs> nah, nah, I, I never cared. Her name was Amanda. I don't remember her last name, but uh, his name was not Chris. It was so we were Tris. we were in in eighth grade. We were in eighth grade. So like uh, you know, my friends and I that went to uh, elementary school together. We were you know obviously prepping to part ways to some degree because we all went to different high schools. There, I got sent to a military school. Like it was it was a crazy time, but we went to this party. Um, at this girl's house in, in like you know her parents basement and you know we're gonna have a good time and at that time i i wasn't sexually active but i know that like there were a lot of people in our class that were though you yeah. know I, uh as it turned out there was many pregnant women yeah as it's <laughs> or, exactly or young ladies it, in our it, school yeah the shit was fucking insane but anyway so obviously it's a time of hormones. It's a time of it's a time of fucking fucking jealousy, stupidity, like all kind of stuff like that. So I'll never forget this girl Amanda was dating my friend Chris, and we go to this party, and without even like telling him that they're broken up or whatever, she's just like sitting on some other dude's lap kissing him. And let me tell you something for all you fucking like like radical ass feminists out there like for whatever shit that you think that like men put you through or whatever like at a young age like guys take note of that shit like that that's something that that is like as a guy like you see that and it's like you do quite especially if you have some degree of self-awareness you do ask yourself, like, damn, is that, like, what awaits me in, like, this dating world? Like, is that what, is that what it is? Because this is, like, some, f like, f the foulest of the foul. Like, at very least, you could be like, oh, you know what, like, we're not together anymore. I don't like you anymore, whatever. But it's just, just like, oh, to just show up and then 
And then, and then the pressure on me because I go in there and I'm there before anybody else. So I'm the first one that sees the oh, shit. Oh, that's fucked I'm up. Like, I didn't know that. I'm like, bitch, you know I got to tell them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that to me, that's a lack of respect for me because at least conceal it. Like, so I don't, it's not my business. I don't have to deal with yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? So, but, but, so anyway, anyway, uh, uh, so you already fucked up. It was all bad. It yeah. was all bad. So and we, he was a little bit down about that shit afterwards. And um, I was talking to him and I was telling him, I was like, you know, I don't think you find, and mind you, we're in like eighth grade at this time. I was like, you, I, I don't think, I tell him, I don't think you find the perfect girl. I think you make her. And now what's crazy is like a lot of feminists say, oh, so we, we're just supposed to be what we want us to be. It's like, no, bitch, that's not what I mean. What I mean, and I was eighth grade. I What the fuck did I know about anything? Yeah. What, but no, but what I'm saying is I, I think in, in terms of there is a molding process together. It, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That, you know, it's just like, it's just like you may not ever find like the perfect, perfect one if you're in a situation like that, it's more so about the her willingness to like learn you and and what's important to you, and then also like your willingness to like learn her and what's important to her. Not only that, but I think it, it rings true just in any relationship. Like if you're so close-minded on like not really learning <laughs> and and knowing that you know you don't know everything, you're not really gonna grow. Right. As they say, like, you know, you're supposed to surround yourself with people as successful or more successful than you. Why do you think that is? That's because the growth, that's where the growth happens. That's, oh, shit, I'm I'm introduced to something new. Oh, damn, this is something new. You know, every everything that you do, like, you have to, it has to be kind of new. It kind of rings true, especially when... Like what's the book? Uh, uh, Jordan Peterson's latest book, where he talks about chaos and order. Mm-hmm. Like that's the chaos part. The chaos part is like you gotta test yourself somehow. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that you 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 do have to, you mold people and they mold you for the better, sometimes for the worse. But you don't want that. You want and and I think that that that's yeah. where you you were kind of getting at, which is like okay, listen, like you gotta make her because it's true, like. There's going to be stuff that she's been exposed to that's going to be, that could be weak as fuck or like, you know, this is not what you want to do. You tell her that her being receptive to certain information that you give her makes her better, which then makes her a better partner to you. Just like she, there might be something that, that you do. Maybe, maybe you go out on the weekends and, you know, you you, 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 you you go out on the weekends every weekend and then you're out drinking and she's like, you know, well, that's not good. Like, you could do something better. Yeah. Like, that's good information to take in. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm kind of wasting money. I'm really not doing nothing. I, I'm just putting myself in a position where I could I could get a do DUI. Better, or save it. Or, yeah, and, yeah. Or I could save the, the alternative. Money. I could save the money, plan, yeah. or whatever. And it, it's it's similar to I I'm sure I've quoted this on on the show before, but it's one of my favorite Pusha T lines. It's like, I keep the city's best, never said she yes. was the brightest. So if you had her to it, don't affect me in the slightest. 
I never met a bitch that didn't need a little guidance, so I dismiss her past until she disappoints your highness. Yes. Like that I I love that. And and it's yeah. true. It's like, yeah. okay, whatever. Like you said, you might have been exposed to some weak stuff. You might you you might not have the 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 best in the 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 best habits or whatever the case. But if you're close enough to like what I desire, I'm willing to go through a little bit of a molding period with you until you show me that you really are that person. Yeah. That you that and then in which case you've disappointed your highness and I'm out. Yeah. So no, we're not supposed to accept anyone for who they are. No, that's nah, not, I don't believe that's the that biggest shit. Crack of shit. They ever sold y'all. <laughs> <laughs> if not, just look at that divorce rate. Which that coincides perfectly into the segue for the next topic, which is crock of shit selling people, which they're trying to sell a crock of shit to these poor, innocent little girls on that Paul Joseph Watson video where this Asian lady is essentially turning or attempting to teach these kids and turn them into these radical left-wing off the hinge feminist communist it's it's outlandish it's so fucking outlandish so if anybody doesn't know like paul joseph watson he's uh he's a, a vlogger on youtube pretty good channel a lot of interesting topics he discusses from music to politics and you know he delves pretty deep into it pretty smart guy well spoken um he did have some sort of an association with Alex Jones, but as, as we all know, Alex Jones has been deplatformed. Uh, but Paul Joseph Watson seems to still be going strong. And in his latest video, actually, if, if I'm uh, not mistaken, the video came out today, the, well, the day that we're recording this episode. And yes. he talks about this particular web series and in this web series this one particular video where this asian lady she's indoctrinating these young girls telling them that well first of all first of all she starts off by like hey hello comrades which is right, which something any, straight out of animal farm right which is if anybody doesn't doesn't know uh like the significance of that word comrades that's essentially communist like russian communist lingual so you may not you may not understand like if you're not as into politics as us but but us like being into politics like we instantaneously would, would catch that it's, it's just kind of like with music it's like when you listen to music you kind of know like a person's beat or like yeah. if you see something like a scene it's like oh you know what that seems like some david fincher would shout or or whatever it's yeah. the same thing when when you're into something like you instantaneously see the little nuances and and things that you know others might not catch. So obviously these kids are not going to catch it because they're children. They don't know. Yeah. But as an adult, it's like, bitch, we know what you're doing, and it's and it's, and it's messed it, up. It's it's beyond messed up. I th- I would say it's evil. Like you're 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 not giving these girls the chance. To develop an identity, you're trying to to mold them. So, and you're not even their parent. At least when a parent does it, it's like, well, you could somewhat feel, even if you disagree, you could feel like, well, maybe you know the parent is just doing what they feel is in their child's best interest. But no, bitch, you're doing what you think is in your best interest. Yeah, you got these kids dressed up all in uniform. In, in uniform, we 
which that's whatever because you know some schools kids gotta wear uniforms yeah. so that's it but that going along with the comrade yeah because, you know the, that whole like stalinist type of world view is like everyone's equal and and we're all comrades we're not we don't have an identity so like if you guys look up i'm telling you just just read animal farm it's, it's such a short book or i think they even have like a little animated film on it which i'm pretty sure you'll see what we mean by this like it's like you're already uniforming these kids and then kind of having them like just whatever you spew is right. There's no evidence with what I'm right. And you guys just got to listen to me. Exactly. So she starts off with the whole comrades thing. Then she delves into white people. And when she just says the word white people, obviously like this shit is scripted and these kids are trained with well, these girls are trained and they're like oh like and they look like they're primarily asian girls yeah. i think there's like one or two black girls like light skinned black girls but they're all girls and primarily asians and they're like oh white people and then there's one little girl goes on to tell a story that's like oh she went to a pool and like the white people were looking at her and she felt like oh white people right <laughs> so now that's not something that a child thinks on their own. No. That's something that somebody told that child to think. That's something that you develop as an adult, that that level of consciousness like, oh, like as a kid you're not thinking about that. You're curious. Number 1, yeah. and then number 2, whoever it is that told her that has no idea why those if even if that is the case that the the white people were looking at her because she's obviously old enough to be able to make that that assessment on her own like oh these white people are looking at me doesn't even mean that they were doing it in a negative way they might have been thinking oh look what a you know pretty little asian girl like oh you know she's <laughs> like like oh, so lighthearted. like when you i i know i do that all the time when i see kids on oh, like yeah. the, the kids funny like the, sometimes i'll be grocery shopping and i'll see like a mom with her kid or whatever yeah and like and like one of the kids would like just be like staring me down, like yeah. or like looking up at me, like I'm like this like talling like tall figure or whatever. Yeah. And and I'll like smile at them or like wink my eye or laugh or or whatever, and like they'll like respond. So if some, what if the mom told them, oh no, the reason that 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 uh, Afro Latino was looking at you was because he hates your kind, like. Bitch, you don't, you know, that's my point. He thinks you're a white devil. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you don't, you don't, you don't know. So, again, that's something that an adult is telling them, telling yeah. them to believe. But no, but it just, it doesn't stop there. It gets even crazier. Then she goes, she pulls out a picture of Donald Trump. And then she's like, she's like, oh, Donald Trump. And they're like, oh, no, Trump, this and that. And then they go into like the whole what do you guys think of the border wall? Like the kids even fucking know the significance behind the border wall. And then, and then the, the, one little, the one little girl, the one little girl goes into a story about her parents being from Cambodia and, and you know, how they immigrated over here. And then Paul Joseph Watson, you know, in great fashion brings up the Cambodian killing fields. And it's like, <laughs> bitch, like this communist rhetoric has done more damage and more killing than anything that Donald Trump has ever conjured up in his mind. Yeah. And, and and this is what you're spewing to these children. And then the real kicker, the, the such a reach was the the Hello Kitty thing. And then she pulls out the Hello Kitty and it's like, oh, why do you guys think that Hello Kitty Hello Kitty doesn't have a mouth? 
And and then the little girl, obviously scripted and trained to do this, was like, oh, they don't have a mouth because they th- that's uh them showing that eight they don't want Asian girls to 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 speak. And then which you find out in 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 the same vlog that that was met that was uh, Hello Kitty was developed by an Asian woman, one, and that was not the reason she developed it so that she would be like the figure would be like emotionless, like to have that emotionless look. Yeah. And I particular, I particularly have a huge problem with that whole like little Hello Kitty segment part because what you're saying is that the Hello Kitty doesn't have a mouth because that's meant for 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 Asian women to essentially be seen and not heard, but that's not true. All women should be seen and not heard. No, just kidding. (laughs) Oh, oh, geez. (laughs) I was working. I was building that up. (laughs) Yep. We're definitely getting boycotted. No, that's a joke. But but I I wanted to build that up. That's why I was like, I particularly have a problem with that because that should apply to all women, not just Asian. Yeah. (laughs) No, but that shit is too great. (laughs) <laughs> hi mom no, i love you no. hashtag hi mom <laughs> no but uh yeah, we're mom if you're listening i don't mean that it's just a joke <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> but uh but but uh but yeah but um <laughs> but that's why that's <laughs> crazy as shit. i had to build it up i was like i'm gonna get you with this shit <laughs> but uh <laughs> I look like I probably look like like dude uh, remember when Kanye was like uh Bush doesn't like uh uh black, black people yeah, you, and you dude from Austin Powers yeah, Mike like, Myers <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly that's exactly what you look like but uh but no but it's just uh it's just such a crazy video and um it's it's just sad that that's what's being you yeah. know permeated to children and if people are not careful and they're not a little bit more informed about politics, they can fall into that thinking that this is well-meaning shit and it's not. And it's crazy because you, you realize the power of books and literature. Yeah. And uh, and I haven't seen this movie, but there was a movie uh, not too long ago with uh, Michael Michael B. Jordan. That H- it was like an HBO movie. That uh, the Fahrenheit... Yeah, the Fahrenheit, yeah. You know, I didn't see it. I heard it had political undertones, but I, I don't even really know what it's about. Yeah, and it's pretty much it's like a police it's like a police squad pretty much their job is to burn all the books. Oh, interesting. So so and then Michael B. Jordan, he kinda starts seeing that, well, why are we burning books? So he starts kinda like looking into it. I, I guess cause as kids they were trained like this is what we're gonna do. We're just gonna you 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 grow up and and, and you j- join the force and that's that's kind of what you're fighting and then he realizes that the importance of, of 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 books and how it passes on stories and like why it's important to be aware of these stories like you know animal farm that's a that's a cautionary tale so is 1985 so is uh like when when you read a lot like uh, of like the cycle analytic literature you, you, that's important because you kind of realize certain things uh you know like when vince was here he was talking about nishi you know or or uh carl uh, uh, what, uh jung mm-hmm. like just all these people who who like spent their whole life really just studying the human mind 
and I and and and, and Jung stuff is like his shit was like during the the time of 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 like where, where like communism was a was a big deal. Yeah, you know, so so you saw a lot of his writing kind of coincide with with the times, and and really how like that stuff doesn't really get dated. Of course, you know. It's different. It's a different. It's a different time. It's a different world. But like the the ideas, the ideals are still there. Yeah, the presentation might be a little bit different, but the core identity is still the same. Yeah, you know, like yeah, well, Maoist China and 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 you know, like Russia is not, you know, it's not the same thing anymore. But then you could point at Venezuela and be like, that's the new, that's the new age. It's a standing example, yeah. or or some of the stuff that they're trying to implement here and you you question it's like have none of you read a book like have none you know what i'm saying seen like what what can become of this and that's one of the things that i respect uh uh, greatly about jordan peterson because he explores those ideas uh in terms of in terms of uh uh like sort of the contrary to those ideas but also I don't know if you knew this. He's an avid collector of like communist propaganda oh, yeah. art, and and he likes it to. He says to like always serve as a reminder of of like the destruction that this pretty presentable shit. Like, because if you think about it, just like in in that that indoctrination video that we're talking about, it's always presented like it's so well meaning. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's so good. And it's so well-meaning. And it's true. If you ever look at, like, communist propaganda art, it really, like, you look at it and it's like, wow, like, it's you would think that these people, like, were were good people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And they, they had good ideas. And maybe to the ignorant on paper, it is a good idea. But, yeah. but again, that's on paper and to the ignorant. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> like, the rebuttal to ignorance is bliss is... But knowledge is power. Yeah, exactly. So, so you might think, oh, yeah, everything is decent. Oh, there's nothing to worry about. But there's someone scheming. And you have to be aware of the cues. Like, you don't have to be the smartest person. But you got to be aware of, like, the cues that, that, that show that. And, and, like, like the PC culture. Like, that that's a cue. Like, the, 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 the redistribution. The, the, the... Because all these schemes that they try and say, oh, well, we got to redistribute because, oh, we're we're not as good off as that's all just like vocabulary used to make you think that you're a victim of something that you're not because you're, you know, not because you're stupid, but because the people in power think that you're stupid. And this is what keeps them in power. And and that's why there's so much validity. I don't know if you've followed this, the validity to that NPC meme that's been gravitating around the internet. NPC meme? Which yeah, so, so the NPC meme, like you, you could Google it real quick or if any... M as in M? Or N, N. Oh, as N-P-C. in like Nathan. Uh... uh Oh yeah, I've seen that. I didn't know that's that was the name of it. Where yeah. like it's scary though. It scares me. Well, the um <laughs> I didn't know that was the name of that. It, and it's it stands for it stands for non I if I'm not mistaken, non-player character. So it's it's derived from like like the video game world where it's like you know, you're the you're the player character, but then like all these other non-player characters in the world, they're all like kind of programmed. It's just like yeah 
Donald Trump bad, inequality, racism, like, and if you yeah. notice, like, what you, and the reason I brought that up is because it coincides exactly with what you were saying and ties in perfectly, is like all that vocabulary, it's fed to people, and whenever they they have something to say in like a political forum, if you notice, a lot of the shit sounds the same. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I why I so greatly. Uh, think that like guys like Milo Yiannopoulos, the Ben Shapiro's, even like Steve Bannon, I I really respect when 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 political speakers talk outside of the realm of the normal lingo of of what of what's contemporary. Bill Maher is the same way, and again, like I've always said this, I don't like agree with Bill Maher a lot, but he's definitely not an NPC. It's no. just like he's his own person. Where you get so much of, of these like college educated people that they've been like given the same stuff over and over again. And what they say is just a regurgitation. Yeah. And when you hit them with facts that throws off their argument, they kind of do react like NPCs. Like if you ever have like a glitch in the game yeah. and see like when the characters like act all skittish and like fucked up. Yeah. That's how they act. And a perfect example of that is when we went to the Trump protest and that guy was like saying all that bullshit. And then like I rebuttaled what he was saying. And all of a sudden, oh, now you don't want your interview used. Yeah, yeah I don't really want my interview. Like, dude, we've been talking like like six, seven minutes having yeah. a back and forth. But now that you've discovered that not only do I not agree with you, yeah. but in my disagreement, I'm bodying all your points. Oh, yeah. now you don't. Now you don't want it. Now no. you're not happy with it. You should just be okay with being wrong. I'm, you're, you know. Oh, I but, didn't know but that. an NPC, and that's again, it correlates with that NPC. They don't. They're not even aware enough. Yeah. They're a non-player character, so you're not. They don't even have the awareness to realize that they're wrong. It's almost like it's. It's like you're subhuman. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You're. In that regard, I'm that's not trying to tell, say the rest of other people, oh my God, he said we're not human. <laughs> we're not fucking human. <laughs> you know, you're acting that and way. And women are not to be heard. <laughs> you're acting that <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, but 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 like, it, it reminds me of the Jordan, what, what, what kind of put Jordan Peterson on the map, like the interview, because what put Jordan Peterson on the map, or at least like in the scope, was uh, the, 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 the gender thing the pronouns but then when he got interviewed by that girl uh and i forget her name um and and then she was like just going off of emotion oh kathy newman yeah kathy newman yep and uh <laughs> she there was that moment where like he answered the question so perfectly and then she had like an npc moment yeah fucking video started staticking <laughs> but like you, you, like you could tell like she, like her mind her mind exploded and like she didn't know she was like she was oh that's good like she, she all she could say was like that's good yeah all right and and uh i was like damn that he he really he really gave it to her. And he wasn't even, like, trying to be just, you know, because like, there was nothing disrespectful. What he she said. took him there. He yeah. wouldn't have even got to that point if she didn't take him there. Yeah. And and the thing is, like, he said it, it was so smooth because, like, he wasn't even trying to, like, he was just, like, trying to, like, tell her why. And, and, and like, she just looked, like, dumbfounded. And, and, and that's, that's what we mean. Like, you should be open to the discussion of the other side. But... 
know why you feel how you feel you know like the perfect perfect example is like like the, like the whole uh abortion thing when people when, when if if you truly believe that that's murder then that at that point that's where it stops for you so you should know that some people might be oh it's a, it, like you know how like Ben Shapiro says it's a conception and some some someone might say oh well, it's not well there's a line of disagreement and that's where the argument uh, shifts but, but but at least you know where you stand with something so that way that's that's where I stand that's it that's where I stand while you're on that subject do people that that believe that it's at the point of conception then by that rationale, it would taking a Plan B pill to yeah, them to them to them yeah is like abortion abortion right? yeah which I completely disagree with because like a Plan B is then I've aborted many a night. You're a bad man. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna survive this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be the episode that gets us deep platform. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll never see it. Thank you guys. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah, shit. But see, I disagree with that though. Like, cause like the whole point of Plan B is to stop it. Yeah. From from like happening. Plan B, cause Plan A fucked up. Yeah. It didn't work. Pull out method didn't work. <laughs> but but yeah, like so. But then again. That's where. How is your pullout game? Is it? Is oh, it's, it proper? it's proper. It's proper. You'll never see it. There's no children. <laughs> Either that, or I'm shooting blanks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nah, hell yeah, that's fuck. fucking insane. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, with that, we'll leave you and uh, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> no, 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 we're not even done yet. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, that. So, so yeah, it's just like knowing, knowing. Your point to the point where, like, you looked at the other side, so knowing exactly what you're arguing, and that way you won't get caught, or at least you're able to agree to disagree. Because there's, there's a lot of uh, debates where, like, well, not 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 a lot, but there's moments in, in certain things where you, you could draw a line, like, okay, well, well, I see this person's point. I may not completely agree with it, but I see where they're coming from. Because yeah. I remember when I was younger, I was a lot more. Well, that and that's that's the realm of reason. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember when I when I when I was younger, like that to me, I was like, oh yeah, abortion, abortion is bad. But then you start looking at certain situations where people didn't abort, but but they, it was like a situation where you kind of just brought a kid into the world that you weren't really prepared to yeah. care. Like or some of the people, so it's like it. It does make you think. Is oh, I see, I see the reasoning behind certain people that say, well, abortion, uh, because like, yeah, if you're gonna bring in a kid, yeah, to, that, to a world of hurt, well, it's like, it, it, is it worth point? it? And it, it really is. It really does make you think because makes it a philosophical issue now. It does because in a in a perfect world, you would want people to be like responsible for their actions. But we don't live in that world, and then it does. It begs the question: because people are not as responsible for their actions as they should be, is it worth the possible negativity to other people's lives? Because what what's the situation? This kid is brought into a world that you don't really want him brought into. Yeah. In an environment that really doesn't want him brought into, around people that really aren't going to care for him or her, 
what do they grow up to be? And yeah. now whatever manifests in this child, what do they bring to the world? Is it anything yeah. good? You know what I'm saying? So this, like you said, it, it becomes a philosophical question yeah. at that point. This kind of reminds me of like a Kendrick Lamar album song. Because yeah. <laughs> like Kendrick does kind of have those songs yeah. that explores things like this. And that's like, that's where I feel that that situation is like, okay, I could see the dividing line of, of, of why someone would and why someone wouldn't. It's so interesting being like somewhat conservative from an urban environment. And, and, and I've always said that that's sort of unique. Uh, and I, I guess there's like a lot, not a lot of people that, that, that share that, that sort of, I guess, identity, if you will, or characteristic, because when you're from a rural environment, a more conservative place, it's obviously easy. When you're from an urban environment, it's obviously easier to be more liberal because all the shit that you see around you, the big city, the life and everything like that. Yeah. But it, you really do got to like really delve in to these topics when you're somewhat conservative from an urban environment because everything sort of everything that you've been taught kind of like counteracts like what you believe. Yeah. And so in order for you to find the truth or get as close to the truth as possible, you really have to dig deep. Like, yeah. like, and then you enter the realm of philosophy where it's just like, which that's what we always say. Like this show has a philosophical and comedic flair because yeah. a lot of stuff we talk about, it, it, we really do take the time to think about it. It's like, what does it mean? Yeah. What's the meaning behind it? You know what I'm saying? And, and and hopefully like that journey is like uh, a good one for for the listeners, um, and opens their eyes to certain things and ears, which is another topic that I, I think fits into the realm of uh, of philosophy. I think it fits into the realm of a lot of of uh, society and economics. It's the trade off, and what what I mean by the trade off is what what do women want in a man? Uh, do they want to travel? Do they want a man of status? Like, you know, a man that just like cut, like loves them and cares for them, cuddles with them and takes them out every weekend. What, what, what's, what's important. And obviously it's kind of goes to that money question. What's, you know, the whole, what is good money is, I guess it's also circumstantial. Like every, every woman is, is different. Like what they want, what they require, their standard, if you will. Is different and I bring this up because a friend and I had a conversation and it revolved around this and they cited differently than me what I said was I think especially for my age in order for me to really like explore my purpose explore my goals and the things that I'm trying to accomplish in life a standard like Instagram relationship, if you will. And I only say Instagram because it's like the most like generic thing that I can think of in terms of, oh, look, we're over here. Like, oh, look, you know, it's like I'm not like trying to knock anybody. If you like you're into the whole public displays of affection, like I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that's this is the example that I'm using. Is like, I don't think I I. Personally, I don't think I can do both. I think it's more so about either. I, I, I thought, by the way, before you said that, when you said Instagram, I thought it was the whole relationship goals thing. 
Oh well, yeah, I mean that kind of coincides with it too. Like, yeah. cause yeah, they oh relationship goals. Oh, we're holding hands. Relationship goals. Oh, we're here. Relationship goals. All right, whatever. That's cool. Um, and, and not here to judge. Like that's you. That's what works for you. That's yeah. fine. But when we're talking to about people that want more or a different standard, have a different standard. I don't know if both are possible. Like, I'm not saying they're not. Yeah. I, I lean more towards not, especially at our age. Yeah. I think that if you take a bunch of, like, great people, and when I say great people, is like, great in whatever field that they're in. They put a lot of time. A lot of time, a lot of effort. And I would be willing to say that they probably don't spend a lot of time with their family. I think it's more so that their wives, their lovers, their girlfriends, whatever the case, have just accepted and 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 did the trade off. Like we said, traded off being with a great man yeah. versus just a, a man that like, oh, yeah, sure, this man will be there more often, but he's not gonna be great. And then it's and then maybe based on like you know their their psychological situation they feel more valued being with a great man like being part of this contribution to the world versus oh well you know this guy he don't contribute a lot but he's here you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah and so I, well i mean what are your what are your thoughts on that i think i think that's a that's a legit <laughs> comparison of like what women want as opposed to what they what they get and what i mean by that is like you want and and then you know if you look at like tv shows <laughs> you tend to enter the realm of like what a dad is supposed to be or what like a husband's supposed to be you see the family guy you see you see um homer homer in, in the simpsons and you see randy in in south park and it's like they'll i feel like like Sometimes in certain shows they satirize the dad, Rick and Morty, Jerry. Jerry. Jerry is like, he's there. He's definitely there. He's available at all times. But like, do you really want to be married to Jerry? Like, that's, as a girl. That's crazy, cause cause Rick and Morty they, uh, it's it's more of a backdrop, but they really do explore that topic with like the the contrast between Rick and 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 Jerry. Yeah. Especially, I forgot what episode. It was pretty much the one where, uh, like, okay, so Jerry and uh, and uh, his wife, which is Rick's Rick's um, daughter. daughter, they go to this counseling that 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 oh, Rick t- takes them to, and, and that planet, yeah, yeah, where it's like supposed to be the like the most uh, uh, foolproof uh, counseling in the galaxy or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about. And like, and then it, that that show really shows how pathetic Jerry is, and then and then like uh, I forgot what, what what Rick and Morty were doing because it was like, it was like th- that episode really did explore that, that. That's the one. That's the one where they it's like Inception where they meet Scary Terry. Is that's it? yeah. So they 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 take no 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 that it, wasn't it is it is hundred percent hundred percent. I thought it was hundred percent. It was when it was young Rick. Hmm. Remember it was a little Rick. It was that episode, I think. No, because wasn't that the... Fucking great-ass episodes that we can't even... Yeah, because remember, he kills himself. He has to kill himself because he's he... like, let me out. 
Let me out. This is not a dance. I'm begging for help. I'm screaming. And then all the people join him. Let me out. No, so, because, so like they, they liked him because he was edgy because you know he had you, like that teen angst type, but maybe with the smartness you, of Rick. Yeah, I shouldn't have guaranteed that because you might be right. Yeah. L- let me check. What I, what, yeah, God damn. get to the fucking bottom of this. We're, we're going to get to it. Hey, if you guys haven't watched Rick and Morty, what are you doing with your lives? Watch Rick and Morty. It's great. But I do know, I, I know the episode you're talking about, but because like they they do that a lot where there's like kind of two stories going on at once. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and really basically what like th- that, that was like a funny exploration because like in, in, in the episode they, when they go into the counseling. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. The one where they go, where they do the inception thing, that's the one where where the dog like pretty much takes over the world. Oh the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The lawnmower dog, and then the one, the one um, where they go to the counseling sesh. I think you're right. I think it is the one where uh, where um, wait, wait, what'd you say? Which one was? They, it? they go. Okay, so this what, is what, what, what 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 was Rick and Morty doing? Rick and Morty, um, Rick turns himself into like a young yeah. Rick to go to high school with with, with, uh, with the kids. Yeah, with um, not Beth, but um, Morty and uh, his damn. sister. Yeah, his sister, and and so so he's there, but like it's like it's funny because it's like it's Rick, but it's young, so like. Like his, you know how like when you're young, you have that that angst, that mm-hmm. adolescent angst, and all that shit. So like that's where like he starts singing songs like "Let Me Out," yeah, "Let Me Out." <laughs> I'm fucking depressed and shit like that. So yeah, so but in there, Tiny Rick, and that's where he's Tiny Rick. Yeah, <laughs> in, in that episode, you do see like you were saying what Jerry is, yeah. and like and and see that's where I was gonna get to where where they go to the counseling. Remember they have that little like thing that you put on their head where it shows it projects like your your, your the image of what that person is the other person is yeah yeah and like she like beth is like a monster as fucking alien like literally like from the movie alien she looks like one of those aliens and then like he's just like a little fucking like little worm, worm like yeah. maggots that yeah. are just like soft and scared and i was like damn and then and then as you watch the whole show every season because i if i'm not mistaken it's three seasons yeah Every season is like he's just pathetic. Actually, it gets to a point where they actually divorce. They 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 divorce and like he's just like there being pathetic. But that show shows that like that's the type of man that kind of women end up being with, or like not not every woman, but like that's a lot that that rings true. I think it's a kind of a satire of like a lot of relationships. Well, ask yourself this, ask yourself this. Do women cheat on Drake with a Jerry or do women cheat on Jerry with a Drake? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, or, 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 or even if that's kind of like, like too cross contaminated, do women cheat on Rick with a Jerry or do women cheat on Jerry with a Rick? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's oh this guy's a scientist he's like going all these intergalactic places yeah. which kind of coincides with like a single man traveling doing his thing like yeah you know what what's more bound to happen and and, and we know the answer to that exactly we don't have and to so but my point is my point is kind of like bringing bringing this all home is that 
we, you know, the, the, the friend that I was like going back and forth with, we had, uh, a little bit of a, of a different mindset on this and obviously time will tell, but I, I don't think at this age that that's very wise or even really doable to do both, to like be great at something, to be trying to like, you know, work on new music and, and, and kind of contribute some art to the world and, and, you know, do the weekly podcast and invest and like to do that and, and be good at all that stuff. And yeah. then like have the time be there a hundred percent. Right. Can't. Yeah. And, and, and so it should be understandable. Though. I, well, no, it, I, I wouldn't say that it should be understandable because if that doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. My thing is, is that, is it, if the if the trade off is worth it for you, then it shouldn't be understandable. Like for yeah, instance, yeah, I see what you like mean. like if the trade off, if you want the guy that's always going to be there, well then no, it shouldn't be understandable that somebody is not going to be around because yeah. that's not, that's not important to you. But you can't be mad though. At the same time, if, right, if, you if, if you're at the dollar menu, you can't be mad. You're not getting filet mignon. Right. Well, that's my point, and and that's my point. And if like you're satisfied with that, that's 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 fine. That works for you. Yeah. But the thing is, is like. What I guess what my question is: What makes women accept the trade-off of? Oh well, you know what? I'm I accept that he's not gonna be around as often as maybe all my friends' boyfriends are around with them. Yeah. But he's doing great things. Like what makes you know what I'm saying? What makes them accept that? Like what? Would, if I was gonna ask you that, what would you think? What? Well, this. I mean, I would. I, I mean, we're not women, so it's hard. It's hard. No, but it's not. Yeah, there's, there's no stability. Yeah, there's so. it's less than stable. Yeah, you, I think there's I more stability even... with the guy that's always around. You know what I'm saying? Or at least, I, at least the 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 illusion of stability. At least, at very least, that. And that's what I was gonna go uh, get at. Which, what is the illusion? It's the person that's there on Thanksgiving. It's the person that's gonna be there on Christmas Eve, and New Year's Eve, and it's like the person that you could point as a look, look, I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be as a woman. Cause remember it, it reminds me of that thing that we were talking about. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, we we're talking about it uh, last week with the Steve Harvey thing. Women have a biological clock. Men have a financial clock. Yeah. That was a point he made. I think it was a week before last. Oh yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, but, but, but if you take those two things into context and then, and then look at how men and women operate, women operate as if time is running out. So women are going to look at it like, oh, how am I going to be single at this time yeah. when I'm supposed to, you know, wh you know, like, wh what am I going to do that's going to make like my family think, oh, she's she, everything's good with her. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they're going to think of the whole status of where I am as a woman and my age and that that all coincides, I think, to to in the mind of women more than than it would for a man. A man is like fuck man I, I gotta get married or i gotta like it's all just more so like am i ready to do this am i ready to do that yeah we don't think of like you know like i don't give a fuck about no wedding i really don't like i don't want to spend ten thousand dollars on a wedding i don't want to do that and you're lowballing it i think the average is like 25 to 30 yeah yeah no and and the reason why is because if, if it were even like ten thousand would be like <laughs> if if i had the money i'd be like yeah that's it. That's the cutoff point. And that's if I had money, I'd spend time because that is lowballing it. I've seen, I've heard some ridiculous shit, but it's like to me that has no worth to me. 
I don't need you guys to see me in a fucking suit and her in a dress and us be like, I'm going to Cancun. Fam, <laughs> that suit ain't even tailored right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, to me, like all that status and all, oh, it's a moment. Like, I'll just have a fucking barbecue in the back. You know, like I'd rather take a vacation with meaningful. you guys. You're listening, you're listening to the music you like, you're eating the food. Like it's, yeah. Isn't that what it's, but, but I do think though, I do think that sometimes people, Again, back to the whole idea of a trade-off. I think they trade off other what other people's perception of them is yeah. versus what the their perception of them themselves is. Yeah. There's that. And then also I think people a lot of times trade off the comfort of right now versus the comfort of later. Which I'll be honest with you, to some degree, it is understandable because we don't know if we're going to live tomorrow. So to, to in that regard, it's like, yeah, you know what? Like if this person is happy and is holding you at night and everything, I mean, this may be your last night on earth. But, but, and I can't remember where this quote is from, but I love it. It's like people say life is short, but no, life is long. And yeah. if you make the and and that's true, like we do hear that a lot, like oh well, life is short, you never know, and that is one hundred percent correct. But that's not correct for everybody, and for a lot of people, life is long. Yeah. <laughs> and so now the thought process is different. Obviously, would if we were gonna die tomorrow, we probably would not be doing this episode. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We probably like. Be somewhere blowing blowing our money and it all be going up our nose. <laughs> no, but but you know, but you ver- know, versus yeah. versus you, you know what you're trying to establish. Go ahead. Like like, but if you think about it, like, uh, we kind of have more of a Rick thought process, and what I mean by that is like sometimes like even morty is influenced by what rick says sometimes like like when he remember when he's like oh no one cares about anything nothing matters this is and that and what what we mean by uh, i don't feel that we don't we feel necessarily like that cuz like they there's a lot of like video essays they talk about how like rick is like a nihilist yeah a nihilistic and i could see that but i think i think at the end of the day the adventures he's taking and all that shit and like he's you find meaning in, 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 in new experiences. And, and like, so because there's a new experience, it's like if, if, if tomorrow we go to fucking Japan and, and we go to like the greatest fucking resort in Japan and have like a crazy ass week and it's like party and like, Oh, and we meet people like, we're going to want to experience that now. Like th- that's the top now. Like yeah. there's no going back now. Like yeah. any other trip is, is not going to be the same. Cause like we hit like the peak, a, a new level. Yeah. So when you hit a peak it's like, Oh, well now I need to hit a new peak because like, this is, this is not where it's going to stop now. Yeah. Like this, this is, a, that's bare minimum now. And I feel like that's what, that's who Rick is. It's like, Dude's created worlds. He's seen so many dimensions. He's seen this. He's seen that. Like so, like a lot of the trivial stuff that, quote unquote, human beings care about. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, you know. Oh, uh, 
you know, like, oh, let's get married. Oh, hey, oh, prom. I was like, I don't give a, like, if you notice, like, he just kind of like, I don't care about that shit. Like, yeah, that's, that's a very good point. And, and I, I guess I never thought about it exactly like that, but it's true. And that goes along with what he says about school. There's a, oh yeah. First episode, I think. Yeah. He's like, yeah, school is not a place for smart people. And, and what we essentially what he's saying is like is like he's like what you said is like he's not with all like this basic ass shit that everybody is uh is kind of like so so caught up with he's not like telling them oh don't do it he's just saying like you're a little bit too caught up with it yeah exactly and and i mean that's that's the magic of that show so watch rick and morty and let us know what you think yeah and don't get too caught up um (laughs) uh last topic well, we, we kind of went over, well, I, well, we want to kind of go over like the Thanksgiving stuff. But I remember I wanted to correlate it with something. I kind of, yeah, that's that's what it was. Because like when we when we did the, the pre-production, it was, they were like kind of both correlated. Yeah. But uh, it is what it is. I, I feel like it's still like we should have brought it up earlier. Yeah. Because like, yeah. like it's like you said, we kind of hit the high and now like we're. <laughs> We're at the low. Well, Thanksgiving is Thursday. Enjoy. Bye. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> no, but. uh. No, but, uh, uh, you know, obviously, like, in recent times, the Friendsgiving is becoming more of a thing. And, you know, you have Thanksgiving, which obviously is, like, very traditional, family-orientated and all that. But you're seeing more people more excited about Friendsgiving. I see it a lot now on social media. Like, I'm seeing all these people, like, celebrating Friendsgiving and, like, and, like little captions that say, oh, this Friendsgiving is great. Too bad Thanksgiving is Thursday gotta be with my family you know so there's like drama and whatever the fuck do you think that's good for society or bad like what do you what's your take on that on on uh, the fact that like you're seeing more and more people not really liking the idea of spending time with their family and you know what i'm saying and more excited about spending time with their with fa- them. oh like like their parents and all that shit yeah like friends the the thanksgiving versus friendsgiving i i think it's good Good for society, you think so? I think it's, I, I think it's being realistic. Yeah, I would say realistic, which is in a sense kind of good. Like you're being honest. Like I want to be happy. Like having uh, uh, something that that of. That's gonna sound bad. That's just like something. We've of already worth. said so much bad shit on this episode, though. Yeah. Like we can't... fuck family. You know. Yeah. What I'm <laughs> <laughs> I went there. No, <laughs> no but like, because <laughs> because see, like you're being kind of real. Crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, Hi, mom. <laughs> hashtag I love my family. No, but like, I I think it's better. Quality is better. So like, a lot of times, like family, it's just like. You know how I, I you can't you, do nothing about it. It's yeah, you like can't that, do nothing. They are yeah. who they are. Because like your friends are kind of like the family. Like you said this before, they're the family members you got to pick. Yeah. So so then it's like the conversation will liken more of something that you'd like. Like me personally, like I'm I I've been and and actually even you you've been blessed with 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 the fact that like your family, your parents, my parents. We like good conversation. So yeah. like, so like, if you were to come to my family, like, you know, like to Thanksgiving, like you'd you'd enjoy yourself just like I would enjoy myself with your family. But again, 
there's those like kids that don't have really have anything in common with their parents or their siblings. And at that point, it'd be better to just have a Friendsgiving where you're going to enjoy yourself. Yeah. And that's kind of what I mean about like it'd be better for society. And and in that regard, I do totally agree with you. I do think, though, that it's it's bad for people to let like that drama dictate so much because like see the thing is this what you just said like we you like you have good conversation you have debates and like you've talked about that i know like you know some of my sister's dinners like we have some like great ass debates and it's good it's good time i i at least i feel and my perception of it is that everybody's enjoying themselves even though we differ and we don't agree because everybody's being respectful and it's a forum for us to talk and 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 discuss and it's good time good company i think though be there a lot of people don't enjoy being with their families because i do think the same elements are presented but they don't look at it like we do they look at it like oh my god like like oh i don't want to hear this and again kind of if you will maybe npc ish like rather than embrace that like which which you and I do and our yeah. families do and everything like that they might not embrace it so maybe their dad yeah. is like some fucking like real like right wing baby boomer conservative <laughs> that watches fox and they're like some fucking left wing liberal blue and purple hair feminist yeah gender and, binary and so so uh, non binary whatever the fuck <laughs> So maybe maybe that creates like some crazy ass friction at the dinner table. Yeah. Whereas to them that's friction and discomfort. Us like that's fucking. I I think I'm in for a great ass night. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like the debates I have because like me and my sister we kind of don't agree on a lot of stuff. But like we're that's us yelling and like yelling and like debating is like that's that's normal. Yeah. No, you're wrong. No, this and they were like we're into, and then my parents are just like my mom. Sometimes gets weary because she thinks that we hate each other. We don't. We do. No, (laughs) no, no, we don't. It's just we're just debating. So I was like, "What are you talking about? We're not arguing. We're well, we are arguing, but we're arguing. It's healthy." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah." And then, and then, like my brother will say some shit. Then my dad will say some shit. Then my mom will say some shit. And it's like the dog is just there. These motherfuckers is crazy. <laughs> Fuck family. <laughs> they just goes to the basement. <laughs> but like it, that's that's good. But I see now what you're saying. And what you're saying is like, you know, like to avoid to avoid having a, a real ass time. You rather like you're not really accepting of your of, of your parents or, or 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 your siblings, and you're not willing to test them. And they're not willing to test you, and it just kind of becomes like, kind of like, it's like, ugh, yeah. So in that regard, yeah, I could see why somebody would be more excited about a friendsgiving because everything you said about friendsgiving, in terms of, like, you're gonna talk about more things that sh- that you have in common because these are your friends, yeah. kind of similar to the friendsgiving and funny people where they're all like in the comedy world, and yeah. so yeah, in that regard, yeah, and like you're absolutely right, but th- the fact that this drama or the 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 discomfort that people have about hanging out with their family it it's rooted in i think an attitude and a behavior that's probably not the best for them like you should kind of embrace challenges a little bit more that and also like accept 
Like, like, and I, accept I too. Yeah, you're right about that. Have some level of acceptance. Yeah, like so, sometimes, like having someone in your life that like has annoying tendencies. Like those are the kind, kind of like the things that endear you to them. <laughs> like, yeah. like that uncle or that aunt that like speak their mind and like some people they they, they get all. But like that's what you know them for. Yeah. So it's like it's you you gotta kind of appreciate it because like. At that point, it, it kind of reminds me of the quote you just said uh, earlier, which is "life is short." In that sense, yeah, it seems that it could feel short when when you don't spend a lot of time with this person, or you're never around this person so much. So, so then the moments in which you know, oh, that's what he does. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it there's something kind of like heartfelt about that. Yeah, that that you you should be kind of like appreciate, especially. On a night that, you know, that's not going to be a night that's going to happen every weekend or every... This is just once in a you know, year. Just see see what's going on. And and, and and it's... I think it's a nice thing to, to experience. Now now I see why we, why, why we wanted to kind of talk about that in the sense of, like... Because we were talking about Rick and Morty and how, like, that, that show kind of makes fun of certain things satirizes mm-hmm. certain stuff that that the human beings uh do or are about and and now i see why and it's because like the friend the friendsgiving situation what i like about that is the fact that like you're kind of you're open to to have a life outside of just your family mm-hmm. and that's i think what we were talking about before we did the episode which is that is important too like that is kind of a nice thing that you are able to have a thanksgiving with your family and a friendsgiving that means yeah. that you have a balance an, an abundant life yeah and 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 to me that that's a sign of a good thing like because i, I feel like people sometimes rely too much on on the and then we've talked about like the school shootings and 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 or like when people you know they just decide to lose their shit and a lot of that has to do with the fact that like you're letting one piece of your world be your whole world what should be a piece of your world be your whole world and and listen you could be the best parent in the world and the best husband but you don't know what your wife is capable of or your kids are capable of and i'm not saying that they're gonna do something evil or anything like that but what i'm saying is people could disappoint Things cannot go as planned, and I think that that's be- and that speaks more on the fact that you do your job as you're supposed to, but but you you make sure to live life more abundantly. Like, let me grow. Let me you know. Let me let me do stuff. Let, let me there's stuff that I'm into, a hobby that I'm into, my friends. You know, like let me start start something that i'm passionate about and the reason why is because that really is like what will keep you sane when shit hits the fan because that you know it is life is hard like like it could it could go smooth for a while but shit's gonna happen you know like there's gonna be obstacles that are gonna happen and it's gonna be stuff that like is really gonna test you as a person and and it's gonna really test your sanity and, and like and like damn like you have to be prepared for that and I feel like balance is key and I guess that's what where I was coming from with the friend zone thing it's like that does show giving not the yeah, friend zone the oh <laughs> I said the friend zone <laughs> no the friend, friends friends giving um like 
it does show that you know you're willing to to be open to to different people new people and 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 at the same time like you know you have your family that that's good that's good balance is good that was my point <laughs> that's our episode for today thank you guys so much for listening the show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. We appreciate it so much. Remember, we are now on Spotify. So if you know somebody that listens to Spotify, you could send them and share the episode with them. And we're still on all that other good stuff, SoundCloud and, and Apple and Google, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great and blessed and safe Friendsgiving and Thanksgiving. We're out. Peace. Peace.